The Zed Run Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet. Get $200 in free bets. Bet big. Win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold, hard cash with their over-under game. Just head over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. This is the How to Race Your Horse episode. So if you, I hope, we hope that you, uh, you know, listen to our last episode on how to buy a horse. You've now bought a horse and now you're looking to race it. Uh, I am your host, Scott Bowser. I got my co-host, Chase Sessoms, with me, the Wolf of Oakland himself. How you doing, buddy? And I'm good. I'm speaking of which I'm I'm, I'm watching the results from Oakland roll in as we're looking at <laughs> looking at meat bag horses run against, you know, while we're talking about digital horses. And uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm here. I'm happy. Fuck yeah, buddy. So you've now had a full week of racing your horse since last uh, we recorded last week. Um, yeah. And uh, so now and, you know, dude, you immediately were able to qualify in the Fibonacci Cup, which I don't even know if I've qualified in the Fibonacci Cup yet. Maybe yeah. named for Gerald R. Fibonacci. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was so I, I know new people are going to be listening. Uh, I, I'm just going to this is my just the first tip before we really get into anything. Just uh, there's a thing called stamina. Pay attention to that gauge. <laughs> that means things uh, because I just ran my horse basically straight into a bottle of Elmer's just, and, uh, after laying it off, you know, was able to, uh, to qualify, you know, qualify for that, uh, that tournament. And, uh, it was awesome, man. I was, I was so excited, you know, I was so pumped. Fuck. Yeah, dude. Like it took me forever. And I think I've only ever qualified in pity points, honestly, cause I've kind of like figured out how to run those. And I got so used to running those. I realized I was running a few of my horses at the wrong distance. Cause mm -hmm. I, f I figured out their good fourth place distances. Yeah. And so I was, I was, you know, and it was a, became a whole thing. And now I'm back to running them because I started my own racing stable, Red Rock Racing. I mentioned that last week. Yeah. Uh, so we I'm, looked into my horse and found out it had a grandfather in the SS problem. Yeah. 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 Last yeah. night. Yeah. No, because his, his, his horse's uh, grandfather, father, I think it was horses, was named uh, like from the stable of like supreme breeding. Like, yeah. And if you're the supreme breeders out there, shout out yeah. to you. Clever shout name. You. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, I mean, eugenics was practiced in the United States for a little bit, you know. It's, uh, it's, it really started here. So, I mean. Yeah. Like, yeah. We, We've we, seen the same History Channel shows. Yeah, yeah. We can't, we can't be, like, all high and mighty about this stuff. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, we're talking about digital horses. So, and you can be a supreme breed in a digital horse. But, you know, I noticed right. the mother was from Supreme Talent. So I think okay. that they, they do what I'm kind of trying to do right now, where you have a breeding stable and a racing stable, so to speak. Mm -hmm. You put your studs in the racing stable because you try and make that racing stable percent win percentage as high as possible. Mm -hmm. Looks a lot better when studs are coming out of that kind of thing. So yeah, it's uh, I've been having so much fun racing these horses. Like, <laughs> so qualifying for the Fibonacci Cup actually corresponded with me getting my first win with yeah, my horse. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because you were sitting, you were like bum that you hadn't won yeah. a race yet yeah yeah i was like maybe maybe i should just you know let her be a mama horse and you know maybe maybe this just isn't her bag and then she ran like i was literally just bitching about it and then she ran a fucking hole in the wind just like beautiful gallops just poetry in motion nose <laughs> down at the wire it was amazing yeah no dude when they and like i know i've kind of know my horses now at this point which ones where it's like all right, if they start making a move at like 400 meters left, they're going to win. Like yeah. if they're if they're hanging back, like like I have a couple horses where it's like, dude, like Sunset Boulevard, if she's leading with five, 400, 500 meters left, no shot at it. But if she's right. in like last place, there's a good chance she's going to run away with this thing down the stretch. Like, yeah. So I remember you saying that live while we were watching uh, Sunset Boulevard run. You're like, oh, she went too fast too early. And then she like lapped me. Like, yeah, just yeah. no, yeah, yeah, that was. 
a rare distance for her where she just kind of broke out ahead. Uh, that's the thing when, and uh, like, it's okay. So th there's a few different types of races. We'll get, like, let's start breaking down these types of races that there are because the tournament stuff is a lot of fun. I'm, I've been having fun with these because they're free to do. And, um, but there's other kinds of stuff that I haven't gotten into yet that I really want to try. So first off, there's a Griffin race, which is a for an unraced horse. So uh, I just bred a horse last week. And when I bred it, I had to, uh, I bred it specifically for some of these, uh, third party tournaments that I want to talk about. But like, uh, when I did this, I was thinking to myself, I was like, like, all right, I can, this breeding cost right now, I could pay, buy like two decent horses for what it's going to cost me to breed this. But I have a chance to enter third party tournaments with this new horse that actually have a shot of winning some decent money with, and that'll pay right. for a lot more horses long-term than anything if I got something here with this one. So that was kind of my, but like my best horse is Sunset Boulevard is E20. She's got the highest winning percentage. And yeah. she, if you look at her, she's just a crazy kind of U shape where most of her finishes are either 12th, 11th or 10th or first. So it's like, she's either keeping herself far back and, and downclassing or she's winning. And it's right. like, I mean, I, I really wish I kind of had a big bankroll to just start running her in like five dollar races consistently, at like certainly, you know, right. like, yeah. So with the to to kind of connect it to the to the, I'm just gonna keep calling the show meat bag horse racing. Um, <laughs> uh, to connect it to to the real horse racing, the meat bag horse racing. So a, a horse's first race is, is a maiden, and it stays a maiden until it wins. However, you still move out of the it's, you still move from your Griffin race into other races, yeah, yeah. regardless if you if you win or not. So basically the griffin race is the very first race and they're they're hard to get into because like dude there will be like z2 nakamoto's where someone's bred two z1s together and you got yeah. the z2 legendary in there and you're like well i have no chance of winning this griffin so griffin port performance can be deceiving but can also be really interesting if you have something because if you have a horse that goes in there like let's say you bred yourself like a z17 or something like a z16 and you get in there and you smoke a bunch of Z fives. Uh, I would say you you have some. Even if your horse finishes fifth in this Griffin race, if it's only losing to the Z threes and beating everybody else, that's that's a good horse, dude. Like yeah. I I I really do believe that. I mean, there there could be data out there proving that wrong, but as far as I know, that that's that's an encouraging sign, you know. Like, and but so the Griffin race though has like a usually like a forty dollar prize pool. Mm -hmm. So and winner takes home like. 25 i want to say 25 points gryffindor <laughs> and then like second gets 10 and third gets five i want to say and they're free to yeah. enter so you get to start off with that paid race kind of jackpot right away yeah. um like yeah so it's like if you can here i think here's the 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 way if you judge if you have a good breeding stable if you can like consistently have a good winning percentage like a 10 percent winning percentage in griffin races where you're consistently putting horses out that can hang with the best fields, no matter any kind of field, no matter what. And also, in, when I was doing these Griffin races, there's only like two going at a time in the lobby when you go into that discovery class box. It's yeah. so like when you go into the, the race menu box on the, if you're in your Z app, you're listening, you're like, hey, fuck, I just want to know how to get in there. So you go in, you hit discovery, and, and those races will be in there. If your horse is already, if you bought a horse that's already raced, it's in a class, you would go to a class three, four, five, whatever it's in. But in this discovery class, anything from a Z268 to a Z2 is in there. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, that sounds exciting. What's exciting about that, like I'm thinking of like two-year-old races at like Keeneland at the very beginning when no one has raced before because they are absolute chaos. Like that's yeah. all I could think is happening is one horse just, you know, tearing off. Others just kind of like chugging along, you know, don't really even know if they want to race kind of thing. Let's, uh, yeah. And I'm also disappointed to find out that people are not racing the mythical beast the griffins there i thought you had some sort of cheat code to add wings and yeah. a lion head okay but. so now here's the thing about after that griffin race is you get into these discovery races we have to do complete 10 discovery races now they redid a reset a while ago where you had to do this so i had a bunch of horses that i had already been racing and then these i had four horses oh. at the time and so i was able to take the four horses ran those in the discovery races and i wanted to because they were all free and at the time they were paying all 40 dollars pots or whatever 
So I want enough of those to buy another horse with the with what I made for my four horses. Just a lot of it yeah. was like like show finishes and stuff. But now the discovery races are only four dollar prize pools. So with my new horse that I just bred, it is ten discovery races. He finished third in one of them. He didn't do that great because he was because he's in there against all these monsters too. So it was yeah. like yeah, like it's I, still like a. a- a bucko five probably yeah. right i bred him for buterin z21 and upturnies you know so it's like him running against a bunch of z4 z3 nakamoto's dude like this is a very poor way to judge him like, right right like, so question about about the the discovery class races so you know like i said when a horse wins as a maiden that's no longer a maiden you still have to race all 10 of your discovery races regardless of if you win yeah or not. to be assigned a class Yep. that's right okay now see once, figured, once all that happens, that was the though, deal yeah like right now that horse uh we're talking about here this is my horse issues and controversy um issues and controversy has not won a race yet so if you look like in like the class five especially class four and stuff like that they'll be paid races that'll have like a little like uh f- like f- win or five or whatever so it'll be horses that haven't got their first win yet can all go in that horses right. that haven't gotten their uh first uh um, or under five wins. So they'll, they have a, like a whole class, the little like races there for under five wins. So they, there is kind of like that parallel to the maiden like culture right. you're talking about. And yeah, and meat yeah. Bag racing. Like. Yeah. And me- yes, the meat bag translation. Yeah. Cause I, uh, I didn't tell you this because I was uh, terribly ashamed, but I, I believe I accidentally uh, joined a uh, paid race for less than five uh, a couple nights ago. And I'm oh, here yeah. to tell you, it didn't go well. No, yeah. It dude. went poorly. Yeah, dude, that's going to be tough, man, because, like, you'll get these, like, horses that come out of the woodwork, and all of a sudden, this Z19 that you're like, oh, okay, I think I could beat that one in the field, ends up being, like, a monster smoking everybody. Yeah. So, yeah. you know what's good on some of those paid races, though, is, like, it takes longer for them to fill up, so you have time to actually sit there and study the field. If you if you get, like, six tabs going on your laptop, you can kind of sit there and get one, one of each going and really look at him and be like, okay, I think I got a shot on this one at this distance in this scenario. Here's the problem. It's I wish they showed you what the other horse's stamina was. You only know your horse's stamina. Yeah. Yeah. That would be good to know. That would, that would be the ultimate peek into, cause I mean, you think about it, you can see how recently you can see when people race their horses, get an idea of, you know, when they worked out and things like that, how tired they are. That'd be, that would be a nice little like kind of real world touch to it. Uh, I joined, I think I might've been like the first or second in there. And then, uh, I don't know. I think a Pegasus, um, a unicorn, <laughs> just Greek demigod horses just filled in with Dude, me and it was not well, good. And that's another thing funny about these discovery races. Cause you'll just see these like Z one forty threes in there and you're like, who's breeding that combination? Like, yeah. Who, who's coming up with this, this number of horses? Like, so yeah. Like, yeah. Well, who decided to put these, because it's not, man, I was, it's not cheap to breed. But here's another thing. So when you see these, a lot of times you'll see a horse in the, in these that's like, hey, this horse has 50 wins. What's it doing in these discovery races, or what's it do? What's it doing in an under five or first win race? Well, it's yeah. because all that stuff was established after they established the discovery class, like a couple months ago or whatever. Gotcha. So anything like if if someone had a horse that they had last that they bought last summer in the big boom or whatever, and then they hadn't run it. They, then they just decided to get back into it recently. They see the Kentucky Derby's coming up. They're like, oh, yeah, I own a digital horse. Let me go run this fucker and then rent it out for a digital donkey show. Like, like yeah. if, if you were to do that, then, like, you you would have to go through this discovery process all over again. Because, like, that happened with the SGPN stable where they hadn't raced their horses since, like, last fall in a lot of cases. So it's like, yeah, I was explaining to Sean, no, you got to go do all these discovery races. How does it work? Well, just click the tab, and then it'll sign you a class, new class with your horses on the new point system. Well, but all those are for money. So, I'm like, ideally, look at your horse. You've already on the horses you've already ran. Look at their preferred distances. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll give you a list of what their preferred distances are. I'll look at right. Them. But then go. I'm all try and only like sit there and kind of poach those distances in these discovery races and give yourself yeah. a little bit better. Because a lot of people just hit punch and enter, especially if you have a Z2 in there. Dude, I'm just gonna hit every enter every distance. I'm probably gonna beat everybody. Like, it's, right? Like the distance preference isn't gonna matter as much because you have that base ability going in your favor. And by the way, on the digital donkey shows, just people be be aware. Digital Tijuana is a dangerous, dangerous place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Metaverse, the south of the border metaverse is uh, you know, people get uh, you know, pe- people lose their innocence there all the time. It's uh, it's. I s- 
I saw a baby give another baby a tattoo. They were both drunk. You know where the donkeys come from for the donkey shows? It's like in a, you know, how at the end of uh, Pinocchio, the kids turn into donkeys. <laughs> the, the Pleasure Island, if you stay, if you stay after midnight or whatever, you right, Scott, we gotta shut a, this down. We gotta shut this donkey down. That's used as a don- at a donkey show. Like it's. I'm sitting here going, don't elaborate. Please don't elaborate. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh man. Yeah. Uh no, I did my I did my uh I did my paid races. Uh I've I've you know then started you know really focusing on like See, see, dude, no, but that's and... the reason why the hardcore Zed heads have to come here. They have to come for those references because uh, we don't. They know way more than we do. That's right. <laughs> that's right. We're the bad boys of Zed racing, baby. Yeah. The bad boys. Uh, yeah, man. Like, I don't know. You, you kind of, you talked me into like going into like the first tournaments and stuff, and like I was like, okay, and just didn't really understand it. Here's a here's a pro tip. Uh, when you read the rules of the tournament. Uh, it usually goes better. For yeah, you. it does. Okay, so on that note, we're gonna take a quick word from a sponsor, our sponsors, and then we will be back with tournament talk. All right, all right. Don't forget, WinBet's got a fifty dollars to win two hundred dollars promotion right now, and if, so that means a fifty dollars bet can qualify you for up to two hundred dollars in free plays. You got to get in on that. Plus, the WinBet casinos are offering one hundred percent deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars. And so you can get in on all that with the same game parlays with wins, win bets, build your own bet feature. You get a free $20 bet when you win, lose, or push on a three plus team parlay on your uh, build your own bet feature between Thursday and Saturday this week. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs, so get down on that. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or over and present in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now you can make money on Sleeper too by playing their new over-under game. It's very simple. First, in any sport... Choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in a basketball game or a number of hits in a baseball game. Then you choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to 20 times the money you put in. The main reason why I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies' contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see, and, and especially with all the SGPN guys, we can just tap the button and ride our bets out together. It's a lot of fun. I like tailing the fellows over here. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. Please, on on your mobile phone, just join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit bonus at sleeper.com slash SGP. And we are back. Um, so, Chase, yeah, you mentioned tournaments. So, just real quick, though. Okay, so we go through the discovery races. And then after that, like, there's two types of races. There's paid races and there's free races. Now, the free races are all qualifiers into daily tournaments that have a $15,000 prize pool now, which is kind of a bummer because they're on a $20,000 prize pool kick for a while. I'm hoping that other 5000 is now going into these monthly tournaments and stuff that they're doing where it's like a bigger right pool for those like i mean just keep them coming uh you know because like a lot of people hey you might have just wanted to get in on the game you bought a cheap horse it's not that good you're not you don't want to sit here and spend two dollars even two dollars and fifty cents every time you want to run it so you want to run it in these free runs because maybe you have a shot and so we got a few different form uh formats that they use here on zed uh there's the podium plate the fibonacci cup that we've already mentioned the pity point the A-shaped stakes, the keep on winning cup, and the maiden stakes. So, the podium plate, the way that works, the scoring format is, uh, the podium is considered the top three horses in each race. So, you get one point for a podium, and that's it. So, a third place finish counts just as much as a first place finish. In your, And in all these free tournaments, you got to have a minimum five races. And that's where it gets confused tricky sometimes yeah did you run into that trying to downclass your horse at a different 
distance funnel because there's three different distance funnels. There's right. So I mid range and distance. Yeah. I've been fortunate through all of this that we've had Mal uh, just kind of fumble fuck through every aspect uh, of everything. And so he made that mistake right, you know, before me. So I, all I did when I had that, I was, no, I have already done that mistake. And I told him don't do it uh, because I, I I was like being kind of coy with him too. I was like, Oh, are you sure that that's, what's going to happen? And he's like, Oh no, shit, it did it. I'm like, yeah. So here's what happened. You, you can definitely, you can qualify in multiple distance. But let's say you have a horse that's really good at 14 and 16. And you just mm-hmm. kind of want to run it back and forth. The key is you just have to have five in one funnel to qualify. But your average from the two roll over. So if you're just like, let's just say you hit like really big at 14. That, that'll help your 16 score still. But you just got to have right. those five races at each one. Right. Yeah. It's, and you can only well, yeah. qualify in one distance funnel per tourney. So it's like whatever your higher score is out of the two. If you if you were to qualify at both the, the, the sprint, because 14 is the longest sprint, 16 is the shortest distance mid-range. So if you were to qualify in both those distance funnels, whatever your highest, like, your, it would go to that. Yeah. Yeah, so if you if you had a higher score for mid run, you didn't end up in the mid run quarterfinals or anything. So I haven't done the podium plates yet, but this seems like it'd probably be the the hardest to qualify for just with the, well, the points. Well, I guess it's they, they do like one point for each. It kind of evens it out so as long as you're hitting podiums. I qualified Sunset Boulevard uh, the other day in that app, and I I had point six. So I had it was like two firsts, a third, and then like a twelfth and a tenth in the five races I did. I was like, all right, I'm holding off, and I was, and I finished at point six was the cut line for tournament A. So each tournament is also split into two brackets: tournament A, tournament B, depending on your score. So the top half go into one bracket, the bottom half go into the other bracket. Top bracket has a higher payout structure. Um, and so I get in there with Sunset Boulevard, and I'm sitting there thinking, fuck, I wish it would have gone like first instead of like tenth, third, twelfth, first, first. I wish it would have gone like. First, first, third, tenth, twelfth, because right. knowing this U-shaped horse, it's rare for her to be a top three, three races in a row like that. And so, right. sure enough, and it was at her preferred distance and everything. And that's the thing with these high variance horses like her, because that's what's going on with that U-shape. It's just a really yep. high variance score. What happens with those horses is when they they get on the spot like that, you could tell if they, you can almost tell if they have really high variance in the first few races if they're at their preferred distance and they finish like four seconds behind in the first place. Right. Yeah. Like the, that's, that's so demoralizing. It's so demoralizing when that happens. But that means you can win by that much too. Sure. 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 (laughs) That that means that horse has, has that flip of a switch where it's, it's a parabolic. It's it's a parabola. It's, it's bipolar. It's, it's a, you know, Sybil. It's it's a, it's It's, a Kanye. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, it, it can it can go either way. They're they're pretty mercurial if like in in that sense. But like if, so like yeah. So when she got to that fucking race, of course she's in. And even though she's in there with all these big boys because of her high variance, I always feel good that she can beat the Z fives and stuff yeah. like that. And of course, because she, she can just like just out of nowhere on with that high variance, she just all yeah. of a sudden she just turns it on and goes. Yep. And of course, this is the one where the variance was off. So I finished a dead last twelfth. It was kind of because it was a hundred thirty dollar fucking prize pool for that quarter too, and then if you win that, you're now in the semis. And so, yeah. hey, and knowing that, hey, she might be able to go on. She's capable of being streaky. It's like I just need her to hit that streak at the right time to make it to the fi- on a finals run, and that's yeah. two pieces of two decent prize prize pools, and I have a chance for a big one in the finals, which I'll probably. I mean. You know, but that, that's why I'm trying to get that consistent tourney winner going. That's I want. I want to breed that in my stable, like one that can consistently make the finals. I don't care if I'm Susan Lucci, being every year losing yeah. for the daytime Emmy. As long yeah. as I'm in that finalist group, I'm making yeah. money every time. <laughs> the difference with Susan Lucci didn't get to walk away with a big cardboard check after every Emmy. Uh, <laughs> you know, and one thing that's important, I think really important is to like understand your horse and then also understand that like when you're in these tournaments like you have two tournaments within these tournaments that you can qualify for you can qualify for the a tournament with all the like the studly horses or you can qualify for the b tournaments with like the well probably with the people that i should have been racing against you know <laughs> I, I always accidentally end up in the a's more, more often than i'm in the b's which 
I was in the top, like close to the top 50. Like I was yeah. close to the top 50 and uh, I was way outmatched. Like I tried to tank into the, into the B like, and uh, she ran second, like lost in a photo. Like I was like, okay, this is going to finish like, you know, 12th. I'll, I'll end up in the, in the B class and, you know, have a nice little, little run here. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Determine. So no, I, I, I kind of see, I think we can like use our resources here and hey, any listeners that know, have a better, have a good turning strategy, feel free to go onto our Apple podcast page and like leave a comment talking about this stuff and like leave us a five-star review too with it. But like, yeah. or email us at zedrungamblingpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter, send a DM. Like I am fascinated to hear what people's turning strategies are. Cause I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of variance here in these. And I think it really comes down to high variance horses, just having that right pocket of success. You know what I just figured out? My horse has two ears and a heart. When I doubt her, her most is when she runs her best. <laughs> I like, literally, when I talk shit about her right before, I'm like, ah, I'm just going to tank. You know, she'll tank this one. She's gone. I, I went into Haku the other night and fed your horse, by the way. So Okay. And, yeah. 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 And it's yeah, well, something about she was pissed off about me serving her sour fucking carrots. And then I got her angry and it's like it, it accomplished your goal or some shit like that. It was, it was kind of so cryptic. You, you smoke me in a race and you feed my horse rotten carrots. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, Scott? That's hey. yeah. Hey, man. Just, like, I, 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 yeah. Hey, hey, now you're dealing with the big boy stables, you know? So yeah. So got to let him know who has the biggest. Cause I don't just have here, a stable. I, I don't I just have a stable anymore. I have a stable conglomerate. I got two stables. So yeah. Uh, yeah, man. It's You're whole, selling shares of your horses. It's crazy. I know. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about it. Thinking about it. Someone, That's a good idea. you know, wants to buy. Anybody interested in buying some shares of a of a Genesis with me? Maybe we can talk. Um, Dude, fractional ownership. That is a good idea. Million dollar idea, Scott. Stop recording. Delete that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so okay. But is that how we're gonna get the next free tournament winner? But see, okay. So there's these free tournaments, and let's go down the line of the different mm -hmm. formats. So we had the, the the podium plate, um, the Fibonacci Cup, which we mentioned already. Now the Fibonacci Cup, the scoring system's based on like some like mathematical sequence of numbers that uh, the, the Fibonacci sequence. Yes. Yeah. So. The first place gets 88 points, I believe. Second place gets 55 points. Five, yep. And yep. Then kinda, and then it breaks, yeah, it breaks down further from there to where it's like down to zero as low as I think like one third place two. is 28. Like it, cause like yeah. it cuts in half there or whatever. And then, yeah. And then you get down to like zero points if you're finishing in like the bottom few or whatever in that. Right. Yeah. That's the, yeah. The, I like those because you can say you're, you're getting close. And if you can get like just close enough, like, Maybe you're on like one of the cut lines, like to make like the B tournament. You can still maybe finish fifth and like sneak in or something. Yeah, you know, like yeah. it's yeah. A, it's a lot more forgiving than the rest of the tournaments I found. Um, and basically like the uh the pity point, which is the next one we'll talk about. That one is the same pro like point structure basically as the Fibonacci, but the way the points work out is you the the pity point goes to like because pity point stand is means the uh point you get in the class system for finishing fourth. So you get points. If you have a horse that's constantly finishing fourth, it'll keep moving up in class, but it'll never win any money. And, that, yeah. and that's a bad I know horse one of those. to have. Yeah. That's yeah, not a, it's that's not my a horse was made made for these. Absolutely yeah. made for these. So um like yeah, as it kind of works its way up in that. So and here's my problem with the pity point, because I've qualified a shitload. My horses are all very well made for the pity point themselves. So you get the 88 points for fourth, but you get 55 for third or fifth. And then right. you get like the 28 for second and uh, what's the and uh, six. And then I think it's still 21 for first. Like the, and then after that, like seventh down, you get like 14, eight. Yeah. Right. So I got it right now. It's like so first eight and then second is 21, third, 55, fourth, 89. 55 again for fifth and then 21, eight, three, two, one, one, zero. Okay. Yeah. So that, and so that, that format gives you a nice window basically from first to six of being able to score some points. Right. And give yourself a chance. Cause if, if you're finishing like constantly in the twenties, you'll hang around just enough where you just need that big four. If you, if you have your first three, four races where you're hanging around like a 21, 
point total, 20 point total, like average, dude, you can maybe sneak in with like an, if you get that 89 on that, on that final race or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, these are, you know, I, I, I really think that you just have to have the either know your horse really well or just have the right horse for the for the pity point and you can just you can excel. You can well, because here's the problem. Crazy. Here's the thing is so once you get to the quarterfinals and the pity point, like I I can get my horses high scores in that pretty much for them pretty consistently. Like there was one week when I only when I had five horses, I got four out of my five horses to all qualify at different at different distance funnels and stuff. So I mean yeah, I really worked the game as well as I could. Like I feel like the Oakland A's in the pity point where I can money ball my way to the playoffs every year. Yeah. But I, I'll, I'll get smoked by the fucking Yankees the second I get there. Like, yeah. At, <laughs> at the end of the day, you still got Scott Hattie playing first. Place. Yeah, exactly, dude. Like, and, and, and I have an entire, you know, uh, big three of pitchers that I never mentioned for the entire movie. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> they talk about the funky submarine reliever more than they talk about the three Cy Young yeah. candidates. And no mention of uh, Tim Hudson, though. Barry Zito, Mark Mulder. Yeah. Even Ted Lilly. I think I think Ted Lilly gets one mention. That like he yeah. was the staff face. It's ridiculous. Okay. I, I don't mean to digress there on a money ball rant, but uh, yeah, I do. But like, Jonah Hill is a delight. We'll just leave it. Yeah. At that. yeah you know. <laughs> I'm normally not an Aaron Sorkin fan, and it's his best work by far. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, like the pity point, dude. It's a fucking, it's a fucking blue ball fest because when you get to the quarterfinals, now you're in there, and first, second, and third is what moves on and wins. And so they need to right. readjust it so it's fourth, third, and fifth. Because what the right. what the fuck am I doing with my horse trying to finish fourth for? a day for 24 hours straight just so i need a fucking top three now to round well, it out i don't know think about it though because now you're racing against all these other horses that only finish like fourth through seventh like that's that's chaos that's what i'm here for it's yeah, like something's I mean, gotta <laughs> something's gotta break point you know but it's gonna always end up going to these like here's where what it goes to is if you have like a good z2 z3 you can kind of pick and choose your spots at your off distances to get those points you need to get in there. And then once you get in there, you're just bullying everybody. Right. That's true. And so like, it needs to be more representative of how the, of the format to get there. And that's what, okay. So that is the free tournament structure. But next we're going to get into after this next break here, we're going to get into third party tournaments, which we haven't done yet. And I want to do one of these in the next like week or two with you. I think we, we'll each we'll each enter a horse in one of these together or something, and we'll we'll try. Like I think there's a Finny only one that's pretty fun. We got to convince them to do a Z seventy ones only and call it the Chevy five hundred tournament, dude. I I guarantee you that uh that I there if you were more active on the uh, Z Discord and Twitter, you would be seeing that they're asking. For fucking tournament ideas, you could they would, they would probably do that one. You pitch them that one, the Chevy five hundred Z seventy. I'm pulling up the Z Discord right now because I was just shit posting in the tournament channel not that long ago. In fact. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go here. Uh, you go shit post away. We'll hear from a word from our sponsors. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG One supplement. So what is it? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and AG, all the things that you need. Now, it costs you just less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports... Better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We're also... You guys know that your wallet, your horses, everything about it is the most important thing in our world, right? Here in the Zed Run universe. Well, guess what? Browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. 
IPVanish helps you sa safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that you have private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even with your physical location will be hidden. IP Vanish makes it you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IP Vanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed, your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or I'm in public, I don't go online anymore without IP Vanish, especially when I'm at a casino. Shady people around there. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% of their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. You're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. Go to IPVanish.com slash SGP and use promo code SGP. Claim your 70% savings. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. And we're back. Um, bring in the pain. Bring in the funk. Now, so these third-party tournaments, okay, the, there's two that i kind of been following lately, and I, I know there's more people doing these more and more and more and more. But right now, I think the two big ones are Zombie Racing, Dan Chan, and I think there's uh, po like Pony Poke or something like that. I can't remember their names. If someone wants to berate me in the Twitter comments or the uh, iTunes comments saying, just leave the five-star. That's all I ask. You can berate me as long. You can be the nastiest piece of shit to me in those, but please leave the five stars while you do it. That's that's kind of a give yeah. and take here for uh, the currency yeah. of letting me know exactly how you feel about my voice. You, you pay us with the five stars, then just don't get it in our eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm bald. I don't care about my hair. It's not going to be a big yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, all right. So Dan Chan, uh, these are really cool, dude. And I think we could have a lot of fun with these. Here's one. It's Butrin's only. It's a, I got, uh, called a Fibonacci double cups double up. So I imagine it's basically Fibonacci scoring. So what you do is you basically enter your you when you enter your horse, you, you sign up through his link, you pay him the ETH through his wallet, and he's been doing the payouts every day, so you get paid right away on these. Right. Um, so basically, these are a ten dollars to enter, and it's a double up. So the top six in the thing get paid like. And you do like twelve horses or whatever in at a time, so or or however many people enter it. So yeah, but the top half get double their money, just like in DraftKings. Top half double it, bottom half pay the top half. Right, right, right. Just that's those. I think those are are really cool little offerings, just because. I mean, it, it's like in DraftKings. Like you don't want to just keep like putting money into it and just not see the return and then all of a sudden you're you're down you don't want to make you know the price of ethereum maybe does something you don't want to put more yeah. money in like it just it kind of helps you along well and not only i mean yeah like you're saying though like yeah it's fun to do the millionaire makers but it's like I, the way i see it is do your millionaire makers on the free turnings yeah you know and then if you're going to pay for like pay for like these ten dollar double ups where dude yeah you're only 10 to win 20 but you can pad a bankroll for that and then start trying to better than any 401k yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay so there's a keep on winning 50 50 for 25 bucks a pop and that's z21 and up so dude so i put 25 bucks into this normally i would never put 25 bucks on a z21 right into yeah. enter a tournament but yeah. dude for this dude that one i just bred i'm way down to put this in there for on a 50 50 Right, you know, right. Using the keep on winning, and um, we didn't get into the keep on winning rules, but I think you guys get an idea how each of these tournaments on the Z side has. So yeah. we're we're using like, I I think what he does here. So on the day of the Fibonacci or the day of the keep on winning, he's running these in his own. Yeah, that's what we need. We got to have options. It makes it cool. Okay, it makes the, it cool when you have options. Dude, here's another one where it's two hundred and fifty bucks to get in, but it's for class one horses only. And I think, dude. The class one horses go down to the class three a lot because there's more volume there in terms of races and they can still get the $20 races, but there's more of them happening. So they class right. their horses down and they beat the shit out of guys like us in class three. Yeah. Whereas dude, these kind of races encourage people to keep their horses in class one. Cause right now there's pretty much no real reward for staying at class one. 
unless you yeah. want to get your you pay 20 bucks a race to get your ass handed to you <laughs> yeah like you you either you either actually go all the way through one of these you know t- free tournaments and and win you know the from from the tournament pool or you you know you're playing in the paid races and not winning every single time and yeah i see i kind of see what you're saying i like it i yeah. like it yeah you know you, you get the cut of my job okay here here's what one it's a fibonacci double up for 10 bucks that's bread zabos only oh Okay. Let's see. We're we're running finnies and buterins, aren't we? Yeah, for the most part. Um yeah. I, I have a Zabo, a Z twelve. And so I guess hypothetically, if you're willing to pay the breeding cost, you could breed her with the Z like three Zabo uh Genesis and cause she's an exclusive and you would have a yeah. Z fifteen Zabo exclusive, which is still pretty nice. That's a still a pretty yeah. low number. So I don't know how I feel about her paying a gigolo though, you know? Like yeah. I feel like she can get it get it on her own. Get it on her Probably. own. Uh, She's uh, a classy lady. But that that dude, that one is ten bucks to get in. Uh and like okay, let's look at saying on that one where I say it's ten bucks to get in. That's a nine hundred and thirty three dollar prize pool. So that looks like about a hundred people or so or like forty about ninety people or so are entering it. And then like forty five, forty five split, dude. That's fun, dude. I'm I'm yeah. in on that, dude. Like I'm going to let you go through these. I'm holding on to this. I've got another idea for a tournament, and it's gold. Please okay. continue. Finney's only. Keep on winning. 50-50, 10 bucks. And then there's a pity point double up that's available for all horses at 10 bucks each. So, like, dude, that, I mean, that, dude, instead of actually doing the pity point, if you're going to run it on those days, maybe just pay him the 10 bucks and do it that, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That's because, I mean – being so excited knowing that I was on the cusp of maybe winning money, like before I went into the quarterfinal was like so exciting. And like having that, like, Oh my God, I, I, my brain only generates dopamine when it cashes tickets. So like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you know, like I'm, I'm pretty, I, I would, you have a hard time getting dude, me out of those. Cool. Cause there is something special about owning your horse and winning money off something you own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never gonna walk into an actual winter circle where they keep the flowers and the and the third wives. You know, I, like, I have been did... to a winter circle once in Santa Anita. It's pretty awesome. Like me and my buddies were partying for my buddy's birthday. This guy came over. He's like, "Hey, you guys look fun. Come over to my my box." And he was an owner. He's like, "My horse is running in the final race of the day, or whatever." He was going off at eight to one, and I put like fifty bucks on him and hit. And then he invited us all down to the winter circle. And guess who was in his party too that we we were hanging out with? Steve oh. Gutenberg. Yes, the Goots. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> the most underappreciated actor from the so, mid-80s to early 90s. Dude, he's a franchise star from Cocoon, Three Men and a Lady, Police Academy. Yes. Yeah. You know, you know, dude. Hey, three men and yeah, three men and a baby, three men and a little lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all the way. He's a franchise but, guy, dude. Was he in Parenthood or was the guy who just looks a whole lot like I think Steve it was the guy Gutenberg. that looks a whole lot yeah, like Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. Okay. No, no. I, oh, dude, I think he was in Parenthood, actually, dude. Yeah, he was. He played like yeah. the rock and he was like rock and rolled gooting out in that one, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's because there, the there was a minute there where I really think John Samos was trying to be Steve Gutenberg. He'll never, never, never pull it off. Never have no. that charm. Nope. No, it's the Gutenberg Bible for a reason. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gone that, off the rails. Sorry, that, folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really sorry about that. But yeah, that is my experience in a real life winter circle. So that is. You win. It's way better. First of all, I'm never going to be allowed. But in. you know it's what's like, better oh, than that? Steve Gutenberg. I'll tell you what. That was an exciting day. Still not as exciting as the first day of my my first digital horse won a raise. I'll tell you that right now. This is true, dude. Okay. I jumped. I was jumping up and down. I was well, you, yelling. You, you DM me right away, and you were fucking Jack, dude. Like, so many caps. So many capital letters. Oh man. So yeah, dude. Like, uh. I, I see. I think those Dan Chanterneys, though, look like a fucking shitload of fun, dude. And he's doing them every day. He's doing payouts every day. I like the idea of a $10 double up more than anything, though, dude. Like, hey, we're going to, like, if I'm going to keep investing in these horses and keep breeding them, I need a clear cut path where I have a shot to make money. If I can yeah. finish, like, dude, basically, if I can get horses that consistently finish in that top six, at, at, like, hey, at my Z21, I think my Z21 is perfect for this. Perfect yeah. for this. And if you're good at picking your spots, if you're good at picking out your horses that you want to race and where you want to race them, yeah. you can enter 10, 10 bucks and race infinitely. Well, and that's the new thing. Did you see the link I sent you about the uh, Zed Pro that's going to be coming out soon? And here's the thing. Yeah. Zed launches all, like, they'll send us, like, if you keep stay up on the Zed News and the in the Zed Run feature, 
it can be kind of frustrating sometimes because they'll be like, our new token, and then they keep like caning it, but they never give you like when it's coming out. But I guess it's better than than being like, hey, it's going to be here this day, and they either give you a half-assed version of something or something that, that's just not there or not delivering. Right, right. It's, I mean, got to gotta get all proofed out and everything. Otherwise, us set yeah. heads are going to be. Well, yeah, we're going to fucking storm the gates on our digital horse. We're going to storm Casterly Rock on our digital horses. Yeah. All hopped up on super dank gunch goo balls. <laughs> but so, dude, like, yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, dude, if I can just consistently do $10 double ups and pad my, my bankroll, then I'm more likely to start trying to do win some of these bigger pots on Zed itself and do more paid races on there. Because the paid race system is kind of broken on there right now because of all this. And I think this kind of stuff is a very clever way of getting around it, you know? And yeah. I You have to figure out a way to get all of these... Not necessarily. I mean, I don't. This sounds kind of. I don't know. I'm not gonna say genocidal, but maybe uh, like I, I have a grudge against these Z ones who are running and you know running in class fours and stuff. You know, keep those people be able to have the yeah you know, those like top tier races where they can make like real money. So like kind of free, freeze up like class three and four for the people who actually dude, have like class three four horses. Honestly, I think there should be a t- at least a ten class system. I think that dude. Because if we were like we should like a lot of the horses like I have and stuff. Should, should be like in a class seven class six range but instead they're right. in the class like three four right now because the scoring is just a little and the problem is they designed all this when there's not that many horses i'm thinking down the line for when there is 10 million horses in the ecosystem right now there's right. like less than quarter million it's not as right. big of a deal but when there is a shitload um you know the genetics we have now is gonna be valuable because right. we're gonna it's gonna be so far removed at some points yeah, when the, you have Z several hundreds down the line. The well, no, Z the highest it'll ever go is a Z two sixty eight. Yeah, you told me that. I I forgot. So I'm sorry. No, that's okay. <laughs> but yeah, so like, so if you put like a Z two sixty eight and a Z one together, you still get a Z two sixty eight. And anybody who does that really deserves to get be beat upside the head with a cr- riding crop, dude. Like, so I'm gonna get, have all these Z seventy ones and a couple Z one forty twos, and I'm gonna be rocking and rolling Dude, my first horses were a z268 and like a z141 then i was like wait i can get like a z20 for the same price and then i sold them and got a z20 and then i was on my then she started winning and i was like hooked because the other ones were just getting smoked and it's like this isn't fun like so that's the thing is when you are buying a horse remember buy something you think will be competitive that's a lot more fun than buying something that you think will be a complete dud or do what we're doing here trying to find these weird gimmick tournaments at z21 only and like all right let's yeah let's see what we can make here like it is the most degenerate thing like sports gambling thing possible because we're like all right i really like this horse but we just need it to finish fourth we need it to finish fourth we got yeah, it dude, yeah. we got it over three and a half here in this one dude and here's the thing though is i never get mad in those pity points when they went my horses like are like in like fourth and then they break at the end it's like god damn it and I, you get the first but it's like I'm always down to have that extra win under their belt. Like the, right. the you know, it, I never feel bad when I finish first. I'll say that. So I'm keeping my horse at just a stellar, like 4.3% right. percentage. All right. So zombie racing. Now that's another one I wanted to kind of look at. Cause dude, they have all kinds of weird ones. So it'll be like, uh, you're trying to finish last and stuff okay. like that. But it, I mean, I think the Dan Chan stuff really is the, the top shit right now. And like I, I, I really can't, also can't find where they have like their full on like strut like like on that one like he had a very easy to read thing of like of all the different stuff. I'm not, I'm having a difficult time, and I'm sorry. I apologize to the people at Zombie Racing because I've heard you guys on other podcasts, and I think you guys sound very, very, very cool. So uh, yeah, I'd love to have you guys on and explain some of the tournaments that you do. Like I, yeah, and we definitely. I've already talked to Dan Chan. He's going to come on and explain some of the stuff to us. So. <laughs> Um, from there, um, we have, let's take a quick little break here and then, uh, we'll get back and talk about some of these analytics sites that we've been using to help polish up our racing. All right. And, and we're back, uh, again, close out the show here and we're going to talk about some of these analytics sites that we've been using. And I kind of use these two in tandem, um, know your horses in Haku. I use them in tandem. I don't know if you're familiar with the great literary work of Jim Booten uh, in Ball Four about his life in the Major League Baseball. But the players did a thing called beaver shooting. 
Okay. And so one guy would look around with uh, binoculars, and the other guy and find a girl who's legs were up and maybe skirt was exposed during yeah during the ball game and then the yeah. other guy would have the telescope and they would uh do this and he this is like a guy who p- played with like whitey ford mickey mantle and this is a common activity on yeah. on those teams was the more uh, i learned about mickey mantle the li- less surprised i am about what you just told me yeah so, <laughs> uh yeah so they were into beaver shooting but that's how i feel about know your horses there and, we go and uh haku is know your horses is like the binoculars you would use in a beaver shoot, and yep. then uh, Haku is kind of like the telescope where you really fine tune your your search into it. I, and I think that's a fair way of putting it. Um, yeah. yeah. And also, I just wanted to reference beaver shooting on a digital horse racing podcast because Ball Four is one of the few uh, sports books mm-hmm. uh, written by an athlete that was on like the American Literature Top One Hundred or whatever. So. Yeah. If you have Ava Braun, uh, Beaver Shoot, and Ball Four on your uh, Z Run, Zed Run Gambling Podcast uh, bingo card, you're cleaning up. You know, cleaning we, up this episode. We should uh, make some of those and uh, throw them out on, for people to listen along yeah. with on Twitter. That could be a lot of fun. Mal uh, doesn't understand the assignment. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Mal, Mal would be with us this week, but he got tickets last second for the Liverpool Newcastle game and. He's got to go watch his boys play, and we totally understand. Uh, yeah, as long as long as he had a scarf and sang out a tune to a song that I cannot make the words out of on the TV feed, then I'm cool with it. <laughs> okay, so on Know Your Horses, I what I love about Know Your Horses is the filters. Um, I also love just like the the bars showing every finish you've had, but your horses have had, and that's how you kind of can tell where if you have the U shape, the A shape, etc. Uh, where where the and like the heat percentage and stuff like that. Um, how have you dialed it in so far? Have you used, like, I usually like to go by heat percentage and I don't know if I'm doing that right. Maybe I should just be going by where I'm winning at. Well, cause I mean, isn't the heat percentage, like a part of it is, is, you know, you should be winning this race, but how much of that is with how well you're entering your horses? You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's based on the rest of the field and whatnot. Yeah. Right. So it's a, it's a little bit of a deceiving number. But um, at the same time with the heat percentage, if you're consistently drawing flames at a certain distance, I think think that's safe to say that you have a you have a, a strong a good preference point. for that distance like, that's a good point yeah i mean the way that i i kind of do is I, I i don't necessarily do uh set filters and it's because um i'm adhd and always need new stimuli and also like i like looking through these things and actually like looking at the at the uh the the mother the father the damn the sire you know look looking at them and like what i'm trying I'll, I'll look more specifically at if i've got something in mind like you know, I, I want to look at like a Z15, like we were talking about something. And like, so I'm looking for a certain kind of Z15. So like I'll scroll through, I'll look at every single Z15 and start looking at mother, you know, mother, father, any offspring. And I, I'm I all, think the real, I'm in the mayor business. Dude, you know, I think the real key for right now is especially with Twitter. Z Twitter is pretty cool and receptive. What you do is dude, go in and find the best Z15 in the game. Right. Right. Now look at the stable, see if that stable has a Twitter account, hit them up and be like, Hey, do you yeah. want? Do you want to fucking? Are, do you have another Z15 with these parents coming out soon or something like that? Do you, like yeah. what? What do you? What do you got similar? Like you know, I I, I like I like what you're doing over here. I'm an, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a I'm a fan, you know, and an admirer. Yeah, but I'd like to get a piece of this action myself. I like, I'm on a podcast. We talk about uh, the perversions of Major League Baseball players in the '60s, uh, <laughs> and also Zed Run Zed Run horse racing. Uh, <laughs> you want to throw me a Z15 for free? Maybe? <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like, uh, but see, so Haku was basically j- for like up until recently, it was basically just like Know Your Horses, where it was like, analytic sites. But now, like Know Your Horses used to have the link straight to OpenSea to buy horses. Now Haku has their own horse market. You can buy the horses through Haku as well as OpenSea. So once a horse hits the market in general, it's on both basically, and so you can you can find good deals on these horses. Like if you you know like. Uh, if you do buy it on hockey, you're going to need to buy a little bit of the Matic token. Uh, we talked a little bit about that last week for making these purchases on there. But, yeah, it's worth it to do because I just bought one off directly off hockey because I was really able to go in on my searches, just the general searches of, like, Z10 to Z15 or whatever, and then the different bloodlines and stuff. I feel like Know Your Horse is a good place to get that original list together. Then start really looking into them from the links to Haku through there. And then from there, you start looking at their offspring. You start looking at their family members. I always like, now I like to go to the parents and look at the brothers and sisters. 
you know, yes, that's, that's the big, that I look at that. I look, cause all the parents, I mean, if they're breeding them, they're probably going to have had some, some success, but I like seeing what the offspring do. That's the, the big thing for me. And also too, cause sometimes like, especially when you look at some mares that have maybe been a little, uh, you know, promiscuous with the, the, the men of the stud barn over, yeah. over their breeding history. But you get these guys that might be slapping them with all, anything that moves, and you look, it's like, well, yeah, they, they, there's a reason, like, they only have four good offspring out of 15, let's say. It's like, yeah, but those 11 others were just straight donkey dads that weren't going to ever go anywhere. Like, they're just yeah. deadbeats. Like, just deadbeat fathers, just always laid on their Zed child support. <laughs> you know, they're never going to bring the Zed oats over for, for the... They, they drive... They, they drive by to see how you're doing when you're playing in the yard, but they never stop. Nope. They never, never stop. Never stop by. They just wave and go on. Uh, but no, you get those. And so it's, it's easy to tell like, Oh, when you see like a one mo- one mare, how about like a shitload of Z 15s for like in a row, you're like, okay, well they found the right breeding combo. Just started popping those out. And that's why we're seeing that higher success rate. Cause this is yeah. just a good match, you know? And like, Let's try and try and get in on those brothers and sisters or their kids. What your horse I was looking at, I believe she has a grandson. Does she? Yes. That That's old... really good, dude. I'm looking. I'm looking. And it was really interesting when I kind of did started going down the rabbit hole on that. I was like, wow, you know, like so we know I, I do. Lady momentum. Six point seven percent winner. Oh man. Time to yes. I, I didn't invest well. I didn't into my four hundred one k. Maybe she's got a few bones she can slip me, you know, and take care of me in my my old in, age. In, in your old age, yeah. So that's the thing. So you never know when the like. I really feel like it, like for breed because we are going to do a breeding episode next week, and I do think for breeding, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of tease into this from here. But it's like I do think the only way you're going to really get great racers yourself without paying the premium. If you want to pay the premium on the market, you can get them, but. If not, you got to breed them. And the way you're going to breed them is you got to find horses with lower winning percentages. And then from there, like, you're going to yeah. get your racers from those lower winning percentages that are good breeders. And, right. And they're under, so they're undervalued on the market for their ability to race. But if you look down their family tree, their family trees, it's like, hey, these ones can actually produce some offspring that win. Yeah. Like, I, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my horse person of interest and I'm seeing she, she produced uh mobile moby which uh, makes me think of like a of like moby driving around in a kia soul uh but you know one eight eight point four percent of his races lady momentum 6.7 percent uh nine paid races um yeah like that's i like having the prospect of when we make mal's horse knock up my horse that i'm gonna have some have something good uh you know to come out of that uh that sham relationship that <laughs> You know, it'd be interesting for me to do is get my Z9, right? My Z10, mm-hmm. like the Z21 stuff. Yeah. Get my Z10 and then breed it with a Z2 Nakamoto mm-hmm. to make a Z12, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then from there, and, and have that Z2 be a Genesis. And then do a Z9 Buterin Genesis to get from the 12 to the 21. But yeah. I've kind of cheat coded my way. By just and if constantly Johnny reading. has eight apples and he has five friends. Yeah. How many how many apples do his It's just a series get? of Genesis and legendary breed kind of thing. So Yeah. Like that's man, I didn't know there's gonna be this much math involved. Pass. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean I so with Haku, I found that I actually I like the filtering uh on Haku a whole lot better because I feel like I've got more like toggles and everything. I understand it a little bit better. And it, that's that's where I really go and like it look doesn't forward. seem to want to fucking actually filter the exact ones I want the way New Your Horses does for me a lot of times. And that's if why I could I don't... just get a toggle switch for funny names. That'd be that'd, sad. That'd, then you'd be good. All right. Yeah oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean there's probably someone someone maybe hey if there's anybody at Haku listening to the show Maybe that's something you want to work on, like a like a. And we're back after a technical mishap. Uh, but before we go, I like know your horses and Haku are great, especially with Haku being able to directly buy horses off there. Um, I think it's maybe a little bit better. I think they're taking less fees on the market because they're using the Matic token to help process the the the, fee, the transactions and stuff. So I, I recommend it. Uh, 
Now, also another good one is Zed Ranks. Have you checked this one? I sent you this one. Yeah, uh, I, I've looked at it, and like you, you know, you mentioned it a, a little bit earlier. Like it's it's a good place to just kind of find like a good like it's like your Kelly Blue Book. If it, it almost feels like for for these different you know different ratings and stuff is kind of kind of how I think of it. Yeah, I might yeah. be completely wrong, but no, that's, no, that's kind of. I think that's honestly, I haven't thought of that yet. That that's the perfect analogy for it. It's basically showing you where the market price is on average for these horses, and they're usually showing you the unranked, the unraced version. Which at this point, there's only so many like unraced Genesises like out there where you know, like how many collectors can sit there and hold these things and not. Dude, can you imagine holding onto a Genesis and not knowing if you have a racer with it or not? I I right. could not do that. Like. But I guess yeah. that if if it turns out to be a dud, your your the breeding value of it goes away. Kind of That's thing. right. You gotta you gotta hide the fact that it had polio and everything. And, and you know, yeah, yeah. And still Seabis, got a little leg. Like Seabiscuit's gimp ass was fucking whipping on it in the in the in the I don't know. Santa Anita handicap. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you now. I'm right there. I'm right there. Uh, anytime. Yeah. I just sorry. I go to a special place when I think of a ginger Toby McGuire at any time. Yeah, you know that's a lot of fun. Um, but no. So Zed ranks the is like you you nailed it on that. It's the Kelly Blue Book for Zed, and it, it's a good tool to use with all these other things. Because if you see a horse you really do like on Haku, maybe go over to Zed ranks before you make the purchase and right. see if it's a fair deal. Like what what where's the market at on on this kind of horse? Where is it going for? And maybe you're overpaying. Maybe you're it's you're getting a great deal. You know, it's a good place to figure that out. Yeah, it's uh, like I can I can look through. I can see like I'm looking at this horse right now in Haku. It's uh, its name is Porsche 911. I want to look at the family. I'm looking at the parents. I'm seeing like you know Z6 Genesis Stallion. So I can look through. It's a Z15. What with gen with a Genesis parent. So where does that fall and everything? It's uh, yeah. I I think I'm using it right. Um. I also might not have understood the assignment of uh, how to, you know, put everything together. Like, uh, you know, you put yeah. vinegar, put yeah. vinegar in my, my volcano and it's not going to do shit kind of and, thing. Yeah. But. Yeah. Sometimes you take the baking soda and the cocaine and it, and it doesn't make cracks. So. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It just messes up all your cocaine. Yeah. Just, you know, like, but um, no. So, well, then there's the last one, MJ Informatics, which we need to get MJ on the show because we both decided that we are not smart enough to, we can tell. Yeah. What we can tell say? it's cool. Yeah, we can it's tell powerful. it's very cool. It's yeah. awesome. It's a tool. It's yeah. built to do some work. And yeah. we're just not like maybe the kind of guys that can figure out how to do that type of I mean, I we I think we can figure out how to do that type of work. It's just yeah. we don't know how to use this tool to the to best do... of its capabilities. Yeah. 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 Like we need we're gonna need some some tutoring here on yeah, this right. but it, it looks powerful it looks too powerful for me to be touching like i'm afraid i'm gonna break it and like owe yeah. people money it really does feel like something jonah hill would have in money bring it back to Moneyball. ball it would it, that's the, like that's what he would be using on his computer to figure out who the oakland a's should uh underpay next uh, Ooh. i just went to Z on there i went to zed run and state of zed and it pulls out what horse distribution breed type win rates <gasps> Tables and charts, my favorite thing ever. <laughs> See, so yeah, it's obviously a Chase's alley here. It just we, you know, can't quite figure out how to use this. We got are scatter you, plots, we got line charts. Oh man, if you can, are you, are you chart. kind of figuring this out now? Um, just... no, it does have a bubble chart, the most useful, useless chart in the history of business. The bubble chart, it's got one. I'm so excited. Oh, oh Everything, great. Everything's nerdy with the bubble chart, dude. <laughs> it's uh, yes. it's, Everything's coming up over here in our analytics department at the Zed Run Gambling Podcast. Oh, there's like a full dashboard. Yes. Oh, yeah. dude. I feel like the monkey that they taught sign language. You're like, yes, very good, Coco. Yes, oh. water. Coco, Coco, Coco. I always like that Seinfeld episode. But, uh, dude, so, but yeah, so as we're going to try and figure, and we'll get MJ on the show in a few weeks, and we'll try and figure out how to use this site. But anything else you want to add before we get out of here for this one? Yeah, MJ, come on the show. I will go to a seminar that you put on and I will wear Dockers and a polo shirt and I will go to a like hotel conference room to take your like one week seminar on how to do this thing. This is this looks awesome. I'm pumped now. Like I'm going to nerd out hard on this. That's all. <laughs> well, see, I'm glad. See, I'm glad he's having this kind of I knew you would like this one, too, because I was like and there is someone else that was doing something that uh, 
I can't remember because I was checking it. I kept hearing about it on the podcast. I was listening to you, but a lot of the podcasts that were out are out there about this right now aren't recording right now. They were recorded last year during the big boom, and they haven't come back. So like you hear, listen to these episodes, and they're talking about these sites that are no longer there. But MJ's got this shit dialed in, and Haku and Know Your Horses have both really stepped up their game. So, uh, and that was Zed Ranks. Uh, I think that's a good quartet, man. I think that that gets you where you need to be analytics wise without paying for anything. Now, now Zed Pro, that's one thing I want to mention before we leave is Zed Pro is going to be coming out and it's going to be, it looks like it's going to be like a paid subscription service, but it looks like from what I was reading and I, I might be getting this wrong, but I'll be able to take my stable, right? Mm-hmm. Set each horse with a distance preference and then like put the horses and like the numbers that I want them to avoid in certain races. And it'll automatically stable manage for me. Like, so like when I'm sleeping, it'll be entering races for me overnight that my horses have a great, better chance of winning. So you've got like, it, it's basically like your kindly old assistant that wears like a newsies hat and has like a little bit of a limp feet, you know, that like actually takes care of the business in the barn. You're turning into Bob Baffert overnight. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. I mean, look at dude, I'm wearing a, look at me. I'm wearing a fancy watch. I yeah. Some, I, uh, I, I was going to comment on it earlier. It's pretty sexy. Really? Watch, yeah. yeah. It's a pretty cool watch. And I am also, uh, uh, I, I have a golf club membership. Like I, I am in the fast lane here in Las Vegas, dude. Like, so yeah. I've got a Timex and play at the Muni. Hey, you know, <laughs> like that's basically what I do, but like I, I'm able to church it up just enough. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah. So where can people find you and whatnot? You can always find me being abrasive on Twitter at of Oaklawn. That's O F and the word Oaklawn O A K L A W N. Uh, I just dropped a new podcast last week uh, with Zach Avello. Uh, we do uh, the Ultimate Frisbee Gambling Podcast. That's, That's also here. Shark. It's also here on the um, Sports Gambling Podcast Network, right? Yep. And then next week, uh, Kentucky Derby Week, uh, my my solo project, the Notorious OTB, drops on SGPN. My my horse racing pod, my baby. I'm so excited about this. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that one, man. Like that's you're not you're not coming on. You're not welcome. <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't going to ask to be on. I'm like, I was looking forward to listening. I can to see it. it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if you want winner, if you want someone that's actually been in a winner circle on, come with, you know, you got to get me on, but. Man, that, was, <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. Wow. This, this would be the last dead run podcast we've had. I'm going to go um, nurse my feelings. Oh, uh, no, dude. It's okay, man. No, 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 for real. So I'm, I always like listening to other shows on the network. So, yeah, make sure you check out the USFL Gambling Podcast, uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast itself. You can also listen to uh, um, College Experience, another one I like, the Golf Gambling Podcast. Steve and Boston Capper on there giving out a lot of hot picks. The NBA Gambling Podcast right now during the playoffs. There's a lot of places here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network to get your fill of the action. And you can find all this, you know where? On the Sports Gambling Podcast app. There we go. That is available yeah. in the Google Play Store and the iTunes Store. So make sure you get in on that action. You can find me on Twitter at Scott underscore Bowser. And you can also follow the show on Twitter at Zed Podcast. Make sure you go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star review and uh, um, leave a little comment. And uh, tell don't don't like give us too many notes of what we can do better we're, we're working our way through it we're, we're at least trying to you know have some fun with it like and not not trying to bring everybody down about the state of zed and how oh we our horses used to win so much no we're, we're too new to be too jaded in this game yet yeah give us, six, give us six months and we're gonna be too grizzled old fucking like pieces <laughs> of shit fucking be like like complaining about class structure or something like that like it's i think I think one thing we learned this week is uh, whenever the third leg of the, of the tripod isn't here, uh, it just calamity calamity goes down when we don't have Mal keeping us. Keeping yeah. Us yeah. Sane. We got to have the British school marm keeping us in line. <laughs> yeah. He's got to come in and tell us if you, if you don't, if eat, not you can't have your pudding. Pinocchio donkey show fucking moment. <laughs> we go into the, the, <laughs> the finer points of Steve Gutenberg. Yeah. I mean, he's a good guy. All right. Um, so, yeah, everybody, thank you so much for checking out the show. If you can do all those things, follow us all the places. We're also on Instagram at Zed Gambling Podcast. Am I missing anything? I don't think so. Don't thank think you so, so much, everybody. And uh, we'll see you next week with our breeding spectacular. This is going to be a lot of fun. All right. Goodbye, everybody. I just sent you.